news mm. not a lot man not much we've got a new coach when i say we the team i previously followed <laughs> got a new coach <laughs> don't believe it i do not believe it you know the only way i'd believe it is if you sort of had that coach on the books like i don't know nine months ago and you know he knew the workings of the place but you just sort of worked him from assistant coach to coach that would make sense but yeah mm. can't imagine you've done that well G'day, everybody. Welcome back to Not The Footy Show. Yeah, we had another break. Deal with it. I'm Warren Nicholson. That's Rob Cox. Uh, things have been happening. We've got Origin 2 coming up. We won't talk about Origin 1 because we're New South Wales fans. But, Cocksmith, I, I went interstate uh, about the last two weeks, so we haven't done a podcast. But I believe you applied for a coaching position and you just missed out. Is that true? Just missed out. It's true. It's true. I thought that I could bring something to the table. Uh, yeah. And clearly I was wrong. Mm. Well, they thought so, I was wrong. So did Jason Riles, but, you know, he wasn't good enough. Or did he just get promised the job after Craig Bellamy, one of the two? And uh, Shane Flanagan ends up falling backwards into the job that and the club that he didn't want to be a part of six months ago. So that is for part two. But part one, Foxsmith, must be Origin. Uh, very, very quick recap of Origin 1 where the Blues just found a way to be meh. Once again, Nathan Cleary. Oh, they the lost the game, play. mate. Big games, big origin games. I'm not. I'm not sure I can put it all. I'm not sure I can put it all down to Cleary, mm. but he certainly wasn't overwhelmingly good. No. Um, yeah. I, I. You know. I've said this before. I, there's been origin has been a bit of a nemesis for him because he certainly stood up great at club level, and arguably even at. at you know, he he made more of an impact, I think, at the World Cup mm. than he did. At, than he's done at Origin. So, yeah, it just goes to show you how tough that arena is and some players have cut out for it and some aren't. Uh, and we keep picking the ones that have looked like deers in headlights. So Mitchell Moses gets the job with uh, Cleary doing a hammy. Uh, Jerome Luai holds his spot. Uh, Latrell Mitchell once again present for big games. Oh, geez, a loss. <laughs> it was a big loss on the eve of game one. Oh, it was a big loss. He's a bigger loss in the eve of game two with no Cleary. Uh, you did send me a message. I won't repeat it, but are you still feeling the same way about one M Moses? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I, I, I'm, <clears throat> my, my challenge is I want to be proved wrong. Mm. You know, I, I, I find it very hard to, to, I know that the people be think that I'm some kind of a traitor, <clears throat> but I find it very hard to, to like a team that I see Moses in. Mm. Right. I, I just find it hard. And I, and I, you know, I'll probably be very much sitting on the fence next week because, you know, there prob- there probably needs to be some changes now. That we've had, we've had a few years now of bewildering team choices, you know. And and the coach, Coach Fitler, came out last week and said it was a circus and how he was, you know, uh, certain that Moses was going to be in there. I don't believe that. I don't believe no that for a second. No way, no. I mean, if that if that was a certainty, why wouldn't why wouldn't Moses have been picked for the bench spot 
um, to play 14 to cover for seven and six in first origin? Why wasn't he picked? I mean, Nico Hines was always his his second choice. Um, otherwise, Nico Hines isn't playing isn't playing on at the fort, uh, at the on the bench. And look, Nico Hines certainly wasn't chosen for his for his. Uh, he was chosen probably for his versatility in the halves and yep. possibly hooker, but he he wasn't chosen for his versatility to play everywhere else because he can't play centre. That's a given. You don't mm-hmm. need to worry about that now. He can't play centre, probably can't play winger, no, probably not much great uh, at lock. So Moses, if if we t- if we're to believe what Fitler says, Nico was a better cover for half and 5'8", than Moses would have been. But now Moses is his first-choice centre. Uh, first-choice centre, first-choice half. <laughs> he might be the first-choice uh, centre. Who knows? He might be. He's probably a better centre than Nico. But, uh, you know, I can't – I mean, for the longest time I've giggled behind my hand about a couple of things that you've said about the chief advisors of New South Wales. But I, I think you're a genius. I think that you actually have it spot on because yeah. I think they're both fairly clueless. Yeah. All you got to do – is look at New South Wales's bench rotations in game one to know oh, that somebody somebody's driving with their hands off the wheel. I mean, one little stat that comes to mind is the fact that our three best middle forwards were on the t- were on the the field only for one eight minute period mm. in game one. Hudson Young never went on in the second half, did he? No. I'm not saying he's the best, but I'm saying if, if you're going to rotate, the, if you're going to do that, let's. Let's let's just look at the second half in in mm. isolation before yep. we go. Nico Hines came on with ten minutes or eleven minutes to go, right? Hudson Young didn't come on, so they virtually played the whole second half with fifteen players. Mm. Hello, what's going on up there? And are, are they are they Dutch ovening up in the in the coach's box? <laughs> I've, I've no doing? idea. I've no idea. And, and for <clears> people who haven't listened regularly, the chief advisor is a sleep doctor, also known as uh, Craig Alexander. I'll give you a stat. You were saying before about the whole, you know, circus element. In the last, since 2019, how many game ones has New South Wales won? Tell me. I'm interested. One. So one, one 2019, was, 2020, 2021, 2022, in five years. One in five one. years. We, we in uh, game one of uh, 2019, we lost 18 14. Game one of 2020, we lost 18 14. That was a shocker. And then game one of 2021 with, um, you know, Mitchell and Draboyevich in the centers, we smashed them 50 points to six. And then game one of last year, we lost 16 10. And then game one this year, lost 26 18. Now, if that doesn't underscore my point about old mate sleep doctor and the influence he has on teams, because this counter stat to that is that Nathan Cleary in game two is five and O. Oh. But Nathan Cleary ain't there this year. Mm. He ain't there this year, kids. Mm. And we're going to Suncorp and we're relying on Mitchell Moses, who got a pity game a couple of years ago in game three of that 2021 series, and we lost that much. But I don't have a I don't have quite the the level of I can't believe they picked him element as you might. And you know I'm not a huge Mitchell Moses fan, people from listening to the show, but I uh, when Mitchell pulled out, I just don't know how we how we score points on the left edge because Crichton's just he's not up to origin. I can't believe people were going on about how good he was in game one. They weren't watching the same game I was. We didn't use Tommy at all. Are we going to use him in game two? I don't know. 
Look, I, 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 I don't even, I don't even think Tommy's best attacking side is his right side. Mm. Oh, I agree. He, he, when he comes I'd play him at left centre, <laughs> I'd play him at left centre, and I'd play Crichton in his in his rightful position at right centre. Adokar um, and Tom, do you reckon that might happen? Here's a question for you: Do you reckon that, well, that realizing how bad it went in game one, they're going to do that swap and Adokar and Tommy to the left? And I don't know. I, plenty, plenty of journalists have been getting lots of leaking. Stuff from from New South Wales. I, I would have thought that someone would have coughed that one up already. We'll see. Maybe it mm. could be a you know a, a mid game switch or something. I'm not sure, but Jesus and ask, isn't it? Going to Queensland, they're virtually the same as they were with a couple couple of no. They've changes, actually got they've got a few more changes than we think, Coxsmith. It's all because of injury. So, so just to yeah, but give you people the, the numbers: on. Arrow, Cobo, Gilbert, all injured. They're out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Tom Dearden, who was 18th man, has been um, let go. They've brought in Fodawaker, Xavier Coates, and Jeremiah Nanai into the squad. The three so yeah. that's that's still we've, a pretty, that's a we've pretty significant. Lost, we've lost seven. <laughs> we've, we've lost half our spine. So Moses is in uh, for Cleary, Cook is in for Coruscant, Robson's in for Hines, Frizzell and Young both held their spots, which I found interesting. Uh, and Utakamanu was in for Tavita Pangai Jr. and Burton's Frizzell was, Frizzell was good. He was all right. He was all right. No. I mean, Martin was great. When, in, in Frizzell the was good. Martin was great in the middle. Then I moved him to the edge and he had no legs. Like, explain that to me. That 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 did my head in the whole game. So, anyway, we, we've, we've passed our chance to can really I, can I ask? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Can, can, I, can I ask a question, right? You may. <clears throat> when Tommy went off... Mm. The guy that hit Tommy High was was Singbind, correct? Yeah. Yep. So that's enough to enact an eighteenth man, is it so not? If a player is Singbind, you and put on he's put on report if you're Singbind generally, but yes, you may act so, like an eighteenth man for a, a so my, And your your eighteenth man on the night was Burton, correct? Mm-hmm. So, who thought in the brains trust? Who thought? That Burton wasn't a better centre than Nico Hines. We can blame Nico all we like, right? The fact Cleary's is, the he's one that missed never... the first contact on Munster on the try anyway. As bad as Nico's effort was, Cleary's the one that has to make that tackle because he had first contact on Munster. But but Sorry. let's forget that for a moment. Who do you think decided not to enact the eighteenth man and to get Nico into the game? Fitler. Is it is do you, it's Fitler? Right. Because he's gone, I've Which got is, him on the bench, I have to use him. I didn't use him like I said why? he was. Because he, well, he comes across as that kind of bloke. He won't be ruthless when he has to be. And that, that's, that may be a good quality. It really might be, Coxman. Well, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's probably a great quality as a human. Mm. But in a dog-eat-dog, you know, all's fair in love and war oh, yeah. battle and origin, then fair doesn't come into it. it, it you might have pro- promised Nico the world, but things change. Obviously, and, <laughs> now he's played and the fact out for the Sharks this weekend. Look, yeah. the long and short of it is this. Nico was there for one reason. It was to cover for Luai in case Luai had a bad game, and Correct. he wasn't having a bad game. Correct. Right? So these are the nuts and bolts of it, folks. Cleary was never going to get hooked, not in a million years, right? No. Fiddler ain't going to hook Cleary no. unless he gets injured or you know gets thin-binned or something like that. Luai had a parachute or a, or a safety net there, which was named Nico Hines. Luai was probably better than Cleary on the night and couldn't get hooked, right? Mm. So Nico Hines' promise went out the window. Then Fitlow and co. did not put Burton on. And Burton, 
you know, they, they say he's a six or sometimes a seven. He's probably one of the best centers in the world. He's, he's certainly in the top five or six centers in the world. And to not put one of the best centers in the world into that right spot when you had the opportunity, you may look, you're asking to lose. You, you roll on the dice. Yeah, well, right into right center well, and played Burton on the left. <laughs> well, absolutely. Back where Crichton yeah. should be. Or even, you. you know, you know what? Even even stick even stick a, a back rower, another back rower, like Hudson Young. Camarari, whatever. Yeah, just someone out there. Because Hines is going to do nothing in the centres, I'm telling you now. Yeah. But anyway, all that aside, I think New South Wales <laughs> lost the game. I think the coaching box helped them lose the game. Um, and uh, uh, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because of that stat that you mentioned earlier, one game from five, six years of, of trying. So we wait till game, game to get our act together is the story of the series in the last five. And yeah, not when you're, <laughs> um, yeah. Look, the teams, as I said, our teams are all right. It's not as imposing as it could be. Queensland's team, it's you know, at the end of the day, I think Coates is targetable. Waterwake has been playing well for the Titans, and Nano has played like one game in six weeks. That was a, I was surprised he got pulled back into mm. the starting team. So I wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked if he ended up going back to the bench and they started somebody else. There was a good old quote from my old mate Tomo on Channel Nine who. Took five seconds this afternoon to annoy me. He goes, both teams want to win this game. These first comments as he opened the telecast. I'm stunned. I can't believe you turn up to a match and actually want to win. It's it's mind-boggling insight. Anyway, he also uh, was then promoting game two. And you know, you know this is what media does now, but they will often have a viewpoint. But instead of saying it themselves, this is my viewpoint, they will say, people are saying it's been suggested mm. That yeah, name those people. Be, Who are they? Me. This will be the greatest <laughs> Blues win ever if they go up to Suncorp and win game two. Let's just think, let that sink in for a second. Matt Thompson says, he's believing it, not other people, that it'll be the greatest origin victory for New South Wales if they win game two. What is he on? Constantly? Well, he, he, he had a chat with Gus last week on okay. Six Tackles with Gus. That Gus said to him, there have been... There have been some great wins by New South Wales over the years, but normally the media doesn't celebrate them like they do when Queensland wins, right. and he's probably right. right. Um, so because, because as Gus says, and I, I agree with this, that, that origin is all about Queensland. Yep. It's all about Queensland. Yep. Um, you know, if, if if Queensland, we've said this before, but if Queensland were at the hands of a nine uh, a nine blot uh, running winning streak by New South Wales, it would be the end of origin. Origin's yep. finished. So... We can't afford to have New Zealand, oh, New Zealand, Queensland losing. <laughs> That's in Queensland. Like New South Wales, like New South it is, Tony Carroll. Uh, so you know we know about that. But look, the fact of the matter is, this is going to be an exceedingly hard job for New South mm. Wales to go up there and beat them. I, I, I want to see New South Wales win. I just don't know how they're going to do it, mate. I, I mean, if if Queensland even played like they did last time, I think. New South Wales are a twelve-point worse off team than they were before. Uh, I want to be wrong, I, I but I, I just don't see how they're going to win. The, the the striking thing out of game one for me was we had the field position and the possession advantage, and we and Cleary's kicking game was you know, next level abysmal because he didn't put any pressure on them at all. Didn't give our guys any chance to compete for the ball. It just was little dinky <laughs> kicks the whole time, and what. I take out of that, and this is the, the key point, is that we had so much ball and field position 
that Cam Munster and DCE barely touched the pill the whole game. Mm. They barely touched mm. it. And yet, when a big play was needed, Munster came up with two. DCE did his job yep. when he had to. His kicking game, his defence was really strong. And mm. that's the challenge for Mitchell Moses and Jerome Luai in this game. And we haven't even discussed the fact that I think New South Wales are a better team with Damien Cook at nine, but that shall be seen. Um, it's up to Moses and Luai to, to when they get their chances to, to, to capitalise, to create. They can't just play the safe Penrith game, which we did in game one, which is defend them out of the game, kick to the corners. Yes. Rely. That's what we did in game one. And it didn't, we never looked like actually really that threatening. And that's mm. the ups, only upside I've got of the Luai and Moses combo. It's fresh. It's different. Well, yeah, it's it's fresh and different. They might and, and and Moses does. I mean, look, there was a, I think it was a, a game that they won against Penrith a bit earlier in the year. Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses' kicking was the best I've ever seen him kick. He was constantly kicking the ball high and long. Um, you know, 40, 50 meters on the fly, but high enough to get his his defenders or his chases. Mm-hmm. In under the ball, and he was he was landing it on the ten meter line every time on the numbers on the ten meter line. So ten meters out, ten meters in, and he was like a laser. You know, he his kicking game is better than Cleary's, and Cleary does this thing. It drives me wild a bit. He does this thing in Origin where he won't kick the ball long and deep, 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 deep. It's yeah. it's like he would rather land it on the twenty or thirty meter mm. line than have have a long kick. I mean, I don't know if he's worried about kicking it dead, but geez, he's, he's coming up way short that of was, kicking it there. That but... was the underscore of game one from him. Um, but right now, Cocksmith, you, you, we we, mm. we sit here, we are New South Wales fans, we just are. It's what it is. Believe it or not, we have passion as well, Queensland. Mm. I'm thinking Queensland win, but I don't know, and this isn't scripted, but just as I think of the whole Cleary, uh, the fa- fact that Cleary's not playing, that Luai and Moses get a chance just to be themselves and Cook's it. Nine. I'm leaning back to us pulling off one. I just am. I, I just Look, don't think Queensland. They they deserve to win game one because they took their chances, and we were, sure. we were wasteful. I didn't think they were next level though, and no, we've got improvement in us even without those players. And if we can find a way for um, Tommy to get involved in the game and Teddy to be a better player than he was in game one, he was he was poor. We've still got. I the, think the his options. attack was all right. I think Teddy's attack was all right. His defense let him down. Mm. Um, once in in attack, when he didn't pass the ball, there was an open open line. He didn't pass the ball uh, to I believe, and um, yeah. Oh, yeah. there was a try. A try went begging. Um, but you know, not not taking a winger out over the sideline from ten meters out in defense. Mm. Um, I think it was Cobo just blew past him. It was yes. like, well, and, and, and Lui, Tedesco Lui got to him. Well. Yeah. Yeah, Tedesco got to him, but couldn't get him over the line. Yeah, uh, you know, missing that little kind of short kick with with a front rower out jumping is a bit ordinary. So I think Tedesco had one of his worst origins that I've seen him have. Um, so he'll improve for sure. Um, and like you just said before, this the way that Penrith play football, this you know, which usually goes Nathan, Nathan Cleary, second receiver, runs a little runs a little cross field play, an inside runner. They do this all the time. Now Queensland have worked out how to how to short fuse that. And mm. that that is by rushing him up, rushing up on defense. Yep. Get to him as he's getting the ball. And then Cleary becomes Cleary doesn't this is the problem with him so far in his career. He doesn't seem to have a a, cha- a change of style when he's getting 
rushed in defence, yeah. um, or when he's getting when he's getting rushed in attack from the defenders. So, look, you could be quite right, mate. Um, I, I really hope that that New South Wales can do something, but I don't have a lot of hope. I I, I tend to feel that Queensland at in Queensland with a one nil up, they've got everything to play for. I mean, New South Wales have got it, got to play for it as well, but they're going to be hard to beat, mate. Don't. Let Don't me make let any me mistake. They're going to be hungry. Sorry, one thing we've got now up our sleeve, and it's something that I was really impressed by Tom Gilwood in game one until he did his shoulder. He was the mm. aggressor. Queensland have only got Tino really out there now, who was in that mm. aggressive mindset. Hudson Young, I liked what he did in the first twenty minutes of game one. Yeah, I did. Do too. it again. Yeah, do it again. Get under their skin, Luai. Mate, go in there. What, what have we got to lose? Nothing really. So what what do you think? What well. do you think of? What do you think of actually starting with Liam? Well, I would start. I'd start Murray and Martin. Liam Martin and Murray. So the the full strength team on the field, and you have Hudson on the bench. And, and... I bring I bring Hudson back on for Martin, and then use Martin in the middle in the last part of the game, because that's where I think his impact would come. I, I don't mind starting Hudson. Um, no, sorry, Martin as a prop. In the style of the game, I actually think he's better in the middle, personally in in, in Origin Arena because he just runs out of legs in in on the edge. I just I just uh, I just don't want to see. I, I, I want to see the 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 coaches, you know, the New South Wales coaching staff, just throw caution to the wind, put the best team on the field to start the game, try and blow Queensland away with some aggression, and then call upon your bench, and then try and get the best team back out there as soon as possible because. What we're doing isn't isn't working, mate. The the rotation of the bench did not work in game one. In I really side. didn't like having Murray and Yo both playing middle. I didn't like that at all. No, no. But it's just it doesn't work, and you got to have Murray on edge because he's a better defender and he can look after a half. Anyway, tip mm. prediction time, mate, because we need to get on to the Flanagan discussion. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm, Queens, I had Queensland. Queensland. Yeah. Go on. I, had I was going to say Queensland by fourteen. List. Oh, 14. What's what's your score? Twenty four ten or something. Something like that. I had Queensland twenty twelve on my notes. Twenty two to eight. Okay. okay. Um and I've changing because I'm a believer. Go to the blues. Okay. I'll yep. go I, I want to believe. Us, I want to be with you. But I'm I'll not. go ask twenty to eighteen. There you go. Changing. Changing Wait. my tip. And that okay. sets up a decider in game three. Anyway, enough origin. It's time to talk some red V because it's a part of you and it evidently wasn't really a part of Jason Riles because he was gifted a uh, first grade coaching gig, and uh, he parlayed that into the successor job at Melbourne. Is this one of the greatest moves by a, like a non first grade coach you've ever seen? It, it, well, it's a magical yeah, I, move. It really is. I find it. I find it quite strange. I mean, given that he played for the Dragons for a long time, mm. um, given that he's he owns a house in Wollongong, mm. uh, he's from the area, mm. and. It, it kind of tells you though, doesn't it? What a basket case the dragons are. <laughs> that all of that and eight and eight fifty a year across They're four shocker. years. I can't believe it. Couldn't get him across the line. So, so that news broke before unless... I got away, and I'm thinking, well, who do they bring in now? Are they going to go tubes? We 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 were sharing those messages. Um, or that <laughs> tubes for New South Wales? Actually, yeah. that's, what, that's what that discussion was. Uh, yeah. And then I'm I'm out in the boat in the middle of nowhere, and my WhatsApp picks up. Messages, and someone mm. says Flanagan's just got the Dragons job. No, I just didn't believe it. I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't see how a club that 
had him as an assistant coach. Then they put him into a list manager role. A list manager role. Like, if if you don't think he's your head coach in waiting, why is he in that role? Well, then he leaves yeah. and goes to Manly. And Manly have been meh, apart from the preseason champions that they were. Mm. And all of a sudden, now he's the last man standing and he gets a big deal and it's now, you know, he's going to save our club. How, how, how did Dragons yeah, get I think I, th- I think having him as list manager might have been a call from someone else. I think that might have been a little bit of paranoia uh, sleep uh, creeping into the uh, other coaches' gig. Yeah. Um, probably didn't want him as close as he was. Uh, look, I don't know, mate. Um I think I think I think the Dragons board read the room and said we can't have a rookie coach. We 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 may have dodged a bullet here, mm. and so did and I think and both for both of them, Riles and the club. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think that's a that's not that's not untrue what you're saying there. And, and I and I think maybe Des Hasler apparently was in the mix, but he mustn't have wanted to do it. And I kind of get it, mate. Like they they train in Wollongong, and he's a Northern Beaches boy. Yeah, it's a he now, he's not, he's a not moving. The best commute I've commute. ever heard of in football was actually it's Michelle Bishop who does the Channel Seven News and on SEN. She was media manager at the Penrith at Penrith, all right, but she was living on the Central Coast mm. and was in at like seven o'clock every morning. Like mm. that's a fair commute, I think. Yep. Um, Brookvale to Wollongong might just beat it because she's had a beer. That'd imagine be doing that. You'd, you'd oh. have to. You'd, you'd have to. That you'd have to make them set up an apartment for you four days a week yeah. or something like that, and then just travel for one or two. But anyway, but he didn't get the job. So it and... must have just been a bridge too far. Flano did. There are some upsides though, Cocksmith. I've I've analysed it. There's some upsides of Flanagan being go. Head coach Tell me the Dragons. What He's no longer going to be on Fox Sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you do? You, I've said this to you before. I'm sure I said it on the pod, but I'm going to say it again. Mm. You sit there and you listen to him commentate, and you just go. That is not a football genius. Like, he doesn't inspire you with the way he looks at the game. He might be really good at the basics and getting a club to work hard, and I'm not denying that. Mm. But when he talks mm. about some things, there was a try scored, was it? It was Thursday, uh, Friday night, the Cowboys and Panthers. It was yep. Panthers scored a try down the, down the right-hand side, and it was a slick move. It had been practised and... And executed beautifully, and it takes some skill to do that. And he just said, "Oh, it's a simple play yeah. by the, the Panthers. Really simple. Mm. I should have defended that." I'm thinking, I just watched it, and I'm going, "That's that's that's qual- that's like hours of practice in the off season." Going, well, if we have an opportunity to hit down the side on this angle of the field, and blah blah, and playing against yeah. that's easy. Mm. I don't know. He does nothing for me at all. Yeah. That's the only I, I don't know. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind him on. Oh, he's already, he's already buttering up the coach. I love it. No, no, not at all. I think the only thing that annoyed me was I kind of knew he had the job the week before when he was he he called the Dragons game, and he was buttering up the team um, the week before. I can't remember what game. So that, what was did he say, say about Ben Hunt? Because we haven't even got to that that Dragons. little juicy uh, bit yet. Yeah, I I don't know what he's going to do with Ben Hunt, <laughs> but I reckon I reckon Ben Hunt has been having chats with other clubs. Uh, or clubs have been having chats with him, Absolutely. and he's just thought he's just thought you know what, Wollongong is a cold, windy, horrible place in winter, and up here on the coast it's beautiful, and I can make the same money 
and I don't have to play for a, a club that are in disarray, even though the Titans aren't doing great. Uh, so, you think Bulldogs? Yeah. Gus wants him. Gus wants oh, him. Can I just give you the quote from Flanagan when the, the news mm. came out that um, yeah. Ben Hunt wanted out like two days after he gets announced coach? It's just like, how would you feel if you're Shane Flanagan? Like, you'd be like, oh, man, everyone wants to play for me. Anyway, this are his, <laughs> these are his quotes after the news came out. He said, he'll be captain and our halfback and we'll move forward. He's got a contract. Sorry. Can we just stop there for a second? Didn't Josh Kerr have a contract as of like six hours ago for the rest of this year? And now mm. they've released him and he's gone to Redcliffe. So if that's your reasoning, good luck with that. He goes, this is the best bit if you're a Dragons fan, okay? This is this is the head coach, all right, talking about his star player wanting out, all right? In the space of five hours since that news broke, this is his comment. Mm. I haven't bothered him because he's in origin camp, but we'll chat after the game. Ben Hunt is not going to be a Dragon next year. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. Did you hear the interview on Triple M with Ryan Webb? Oh, the CEO. Yeah, I haven't heard it. Yeah. No. So that? they, yeah, so they, they got him, and he he sounds very adamant that that Hunt is going nowhere. He he even pulled out that old chestnut. Look, he's got a he's got a contract till the end of 2025, and we intend to have him with us until the end of 2025. Would not be the first time so, the Dragons had a player uh, sit out a season. On contract, would it? Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. I, and wouldn't. in in my mind, in my mind, he's probably got a year or two good a good year or two left in him. Mm. If he's a, if he's really freaky, maybe three years left in him. But he's thirty four next year, I believe. He's got a contract in twenty 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 five, so he'll be thirty five when. Mm. Is is anybody is anybody going to pay anywhere near a million dollars for a? 35-year-old turning 36 halfback. Not sure. So I think I think the Dragons will want to be really sure if they let him go that they can replace him. Um, it frees up a fair bit of money, $1.1, $1.2 million, whatever it is. So can I liken it? Something? If they can't, yeah. Jack White and leaving Canberra, all right? You know my yeah. view on that. Yeah. It was, mm. you know... I just didn't think it was worth us investing over a million bucks to try and keep him. Now he's a bit he's sure. two or three years younger than Ben Hunt, but the Dragons aren't going anywhere with Ben Hunt at seven the next couple of years. And I don't mean that in, it's not criticism of Ben Hunt. It wasn't a criticism of Jack Wyden. Their club are not, is not sure. in a position where he sticks around and they challenge for a title. So yeah. do you just go, if he doesn't want to be here, he's old enough, he's meeting enough money that we can probably use the cash. You know, Maybe, but who who who's who's around? Just just enlighten us for the next two or three minutes and tell me who would they get to play halfback that's better than Ben Hunt? Is Kyle the hooker for a, for a million bucks? Not a chance. I don't think he'll be there. I don't. I really don't think he'll go to Saints. I think Jack, it'd be. I think Jack, that would Nathan Cleary clone Cogger. Chad LeChad, Chad LeChad, LeChad LeChad Townsend. If. If if Nathan Cleary's on one point two, one point three, what's Cogger worth? Do you think in a free market, what's Cogger worth? Dollar fifty. What do you think he's worth? He's low hundred. Six hundred and something. No, Jack Cogger. Yeah, but but what do you think he's worth on the open market? Two hundred k at most. No one's going to sign him for anything. 
Well, how did Ch- how did how the hell did Chad Townsend get eight hundred grand? Because he is a genius. That's what he well, is. So is his manager. So is oh. his manager. I, anyway. Look, I, I was watching. I was watching the Channel Nine Footy Show, and they had the 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 journos, which was Webster, I can't watch Gal, yeah. and someone else. I can't. I, I can't, can't remember who the other guy was. But if it's the Gold Coast that want him, mm. I mean, and I agree with this other guy's what he said. If it's the Gold Coast that want him, St George are going to have to play hardball and say, okay, well, we want someone in return. You can have Ben Hunt. You don't have to pay us any money because getting paid money, they've still got a cap. They've got mm. Just because you get 300 grand from another club for on a transfer doesn't mean you can spend 300 grand more. You can still only spend what you can spend. Yep. So getting the cash unless, you know. So they should, they should be hunting someone, a big name, from up there and say, so you can have Ben Hunt, but we want... Well, the, the two Ben-Hunt. halves in that system is Tanner Boyd, who's currently the halfback running the team around. He's playing okay. Nah, and the better, better, the, better, the better prospect is Toby Sexton, who fell off the edge of the cliff at the end of last season. Um, but he had shown some... I don't even think they... They don't need another halfback. I think what they need, that you know, they've lost just lost Josh Kerr. Why not say to the, why not say to the Gold Coast, you can have Ben Hunt, we want Tina. <laughs> not going to happen. No, it won't happen, but it's certainly pour water on them trying to chase well, we, we talked about trades earlier today, and we'll wrap the show up in a sec, people, because we are running out of time on the Zoom. But if you went to Canterbury, what, what do we say? Kyle Flanagan and Jaden Nockenbaugh for Ben Hunt? That sounds fair. Probably a similar cap hit, knowing the way that the uh, Trent Barrett administration handed out contracts. No, uh, I, think, I think if they go to if they go to Canterbury, I think they say we want Reed Money. Well, he, was, he did a we fair turn style speed hump impersonation today. Yeah. He was really poor, and I like him. He's got he's got a bit of that about him, but but I you know if you can't have Ben Hunt, then well you will have Reed Money. But they need to do something. They need to get another player. For, they need an asset. Uh, they need an asset out of him, is what you're saying. I completely agree. Yeah. It, it, and that's Correct. what Canberra won't get out of um, uh, Whiten. But anyway, I'd no. love, I'd look. I'd love Ben Hunt to come to Canberra. That'd be that'd be delicious. But it won't happen. So. These things. Uh, yeah, well, you can have you can you can have him if we can have Hudson Young. Yeah, I'd be I'd be jumping on Xavier Savage because Ricky Stewart doesn't realise he's on under contract. Uh, final point uh, on the Ben Hunt stuff. It's it's Rothfield, so please take this the way that is intended, which is kind of hilarity slash truth, whatever it is. According to Buzz, Ben texted me this morning and confirmed the stories he wanted out. I'm told it's immediate. But Ben didn't say that in the text. So he admits it. He's heard from him. Then he says, I'm told it's immediate. And then he says, well, Ben didn't say that. But that's classic buzz. Mm. Uh, but he wants to go and play for another club this year. Mm. Well, Ryan Webb in his interview on Triple M said that Ben Hunt has agreed to play for the next three or four weeks. And then they'll have more talks within the next three or four weeks. That's what he said. He said he spoke to Ben Hunt today. And Ben Hunt said that... After Origin, he's gonna he'll be at the Dragons, and we'll play for the next three or four weeks. Then they'll have deep conversations with Flanagan and, and Co. There's no way he's staying at the Dragons. None. Maybe the, maybe the rest of this year, but there's no way he's there next year. If that's the comment that he made. Uh, that's episode two ninety three of not the Footy Show. We we're going to talk about where people on the ladder, but we've run out of time. I don't think you need to hear it anyway because the good teams are the good teams, and the bad teams are the bad teams. That's rugby league. The last point on that is someone posted a thing on Twitter today basically saying how bad's origin impacted club football and the fact is it doesn't matter, mate. 
because TV has got their NRL on the weekends and that's all that they care about. They don't give a stuff who plays and who's out running out there. As long as it's on, people will watch it and they make their money. So we're going to have to just accept the fact this is the way it is, unfortunately. New South Wales are going to win on Wednesday night, Cogsmith. I believe it in my bones. Just mm-hmm. as much as I believe Ben Hunt is no longer a dragon, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could be right on both counts, mate. We shall see. I, and I have no, and I have no feeling one way or the other. I, I like New South Wales, but at the same time, I think there needs to be some changes. And the best way to uh, usher in the changes is to fail dismally. Does, okay, here's the last point. Freddie loses this game. You reckon he's gone? Yeah. Does the yeah, sleep doctor stick around? No. No, he, he's part and parcel with Freddie. No, no, there's no way. Fred, he, the only reason the doctor's there is because of Freddie. If, if they get a new coach, let's say they get Dez or they get Jeff Tuvey, they'll bring in their own people. Then let's start the campaign. There might I, be an investigation. You know what? I truly believe he could do the Malman Inga role. He's so good. Yeah, just get up there, figurehead, eight yeah. in a row. That's the way it works. Anyway, we're all on the Tubes bush for New South Wales coach in the future. Maybe not next year. Um, but give Tubes a job. That's episode 293. That's Rob Cox. I'm Warwick Nicholson. If you want to let us know how you enjoyed the show, let us know in the comments on YouTube and or on iTunes and um, enjoy your Origin Rugby League because we're going to win. Cocksmith, please. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll catch you later. Eh? We are one different. Yep. What do you got? Canberra aren't making the finals this year. Oh, stop it. I'm hanging up. I've got to go, mate. <laughs> the bars are calling me. The honky tonks are playing my tune. What? What are you talking about? Not the show. Show. You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi. <laughs>